This is Retirement Roadmap Radio with Mark Fricks of Master Plan Retirement Consultants. Listen in as we address your retirement concerns and provide insight to help put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, Retirement Roadmap Radio. Hey folks, welcome back and thank you for joining us. My name is Evan Fricks with Master Plan Retirement Consultants and with us as always, financial advisor Mark Fricks. Today we'll be discussing board games, specifically checkers and chess, and how those two classic games can give insight into how you plan for your own retirement. Connecting board games and retirement, we could probably make some mashup between the game of life and Monopoly, but it may not be very much fun. What do you think, Mark? I hadn't thought about that, but maybe we should do a whole show on Monopoly and life or something like that. But no, not quite like that today, but it's really a cool discussion a neat story, and I think it will really help folks understand the real true picture of holistic retirement planning. Okay. So I'm looking forward to it. Great. So, so bring us in a little bit. Let's start simply. What does checkers have to do with a retirement discussion? Yeah. So um, th- this is a story I came up with about a year ago that it, it really just came together in a way of explaining to people what they're doing now and what they should be doing in a very simple way. Um, and so uh, kind of what I tell folks is this. I say, you know, when they come into our office or into our Zoom living room or whatever you want to call it, they walk in with a checkerboard under one hand and a bag full of checkers in the other. Mm-hmm. That's how I envision them coming in. So what does that mean? Well, what it means is, is the, the checkerboard kind of represents their retirement plan or future And the checker pieces are their various accounts and assets. And the reason I say they come in there with a board under one hand and a baggie full of checkers in the other is they really aren't organized. You know, Evan, I can't tell you how many times, and this is not like one out of ten. I'm talking about nine out of ten. Folks that come in to see us, they don't really know what they have. I mean, they know about this one big 401k at work, and they probably remember the small 401k where the spouse worked a while and they know what's in their checking account. But the more we talk, the more we start delving into their their assets and their their dreams and goals, we start finding things that they had either forgotten about or or just had lost or whatever. And all of a sudden we're finding, you know, my favorite story is a a couple that had probably about 600,000 and some 401ks and things like that. And so we started delving. I started looking at their statements, started looking at stuff from his work, and he found that he had a pension plan that had been frozen like 10 years ago, and there was a lump sum of 300000 sitting in it. He had no idea. Wow. He loves us. He had no idea he even had it. And so he gave me half of it. No, not really. He did not. Uh, no, but we were able to integrate that into his retirement plan. So I guess what I'm saying is they come in, but they, they really don't know. I'm not talking about everybody, but I really don't know. So the first thing that, that we do, as you know, is we create a financial statement, hmm. uh, everything that they own. And then we start digging further, trying to find out, you know, what else? Uh, you know, we ask specific, do you have any bonds? Oh, you know, by the way, my grandmother used to buy me a bond every year. I think I've got about 30 or 40 of them at home in a drawer. Oh, well, let's, get, let's, let's find out what you got there. Sure. And, and things like that. You know, I, I got this inherited IRA from, you know, my, my father 
10 years ago and it's just kind of sitting somewhere. And a lot of times they don't even know where it's at, okay? Mm-hmm. So, so they're disorganized. So step one is to get organized. So I take that checkerboard, speaking from a imagery standpoint here, and we start setting the checkers where they belong because I want to know what each checker piece is, not only from the investment type, the tool, how it's taxed, all of that. I want to understand how it's how what kind of fees are in it, what kind of commissions are in it. We want to know exactly and begin analyzing what they have because if you don't know where you are now, you can't get to where you want to be. Well, what's step two? <laughs> okay, uh, great question. <laughs> so step two is then I start taking, uh, or we as a, as a as a company and as a staff as well. We start taking each checker piece off the board and replacing it with a chess piece. So uh, most people, many people know how chess works, but basically in chess, whereas in checkers, every piece moves the same way. And I guess they're old stuff. It mostly is just designed to grow. That's, you know, you, you can move it one, you know, two spaces at first and one space afterwards. So chess pieces each move in their own specific way, you know, so like a queen can move uh, vertically or horizontally as far as they want or as far as you want to move that piece. You know, a bishop moves diagonally, uh, uh, a rook rook moves a certain way, uh, the the knight moves, so they all have a way they move. So what's the point? We want to take those accounts, those checker pieces, and make uh, give them an assignment. Mm-hmm. That might be the best way to put it. We want them to we want to attack with that piece their retirement in a specific way. Okay, so um, an illustration would be this. So they, let's say they've got six accounts that are all designed to kind of grow. They they grow in different ways or whatever, but that's what they're designed to do. You know, Evan, that's great when you're 25, 35, 45 years old. You need growth. You, you, you want to get to a point. But once you start getting into your 50s, mid, late 50s, early 60s or later, um, you want to design that board so that each piece is, piece is more specific. So mm-hmm. an example I used the other day with somebody, it just kind of popped in my head. I like to use sports analogies. And so this one I came up with because uh, it has been basketball season and March Madness and all this stuff is that, um, you know, if you've got a basketball team, you don't want your seven-footer bringing the ball at the court, okay? You don't want your little five-foot-eight guard, uh, which is how tall I am, uh, uh, under the basket trying to rebound. They each have a job. They have a function. So when it comes to retirement planning, um, maybe you want one piece that all it does is produce income. It's not designed necessarily to grow. If it grows some, that's great, but we want to produce income with it, and we want to produce income that that will outlast them, that will last as long as they last. In other words, guaranteed lifetime income. Not, hey, I hope I get a dividend. Not, hey, I hope this account grows. I want it to look like Social Security. I want it to look like a pension. I want a guaranteed check in their mailbox every month, regardless of what the market's doing. So that could be one piece. And then we've got a similar piece maybe that is designed to kick in for income maybe in five or 10 years because of that ugly thing called inflation. And so we may have two or three pieces that are designed. So that that income piece that begins in year one is a certain type of income producing piece, whereas the one that starts in five years is still an income producing piece, but it's designed to grow first and then produce income. So you can see there's even little nuances between each piece Mm. um, so that that's their job. And so instead of having one, two, three, or four buckets that are designed for 
growth, we're going to have six, eight, 10, 12 buckets that are designed for a specific purpose. Okay, and so that's why I come in with the chess analogy. Each chess piece has a job. So, what's another example? Uh, maybe we want a short-term growth bucket because, uh, you know, in the next one to two years, we're going to have something come up. I mean, it could be a trip. Mm -hmm. It could be, hey, we want to uh, build an addition on the house. It could be we want to go to Europe or whatever. So it can't be aggressive. We don't need it to be down 12% when they need it. We want it to grow steadily at, you know, two, three, six percent. There might be a, another bucket that's uh, kind of a mid-growth bucket, things we want in the next five to seven years, and then a long-term growth bucket for things 10 years and beyond, like long-term care or health care, um, or maybe a plan to move to the country in 10 years, whatever. And so I'm already up to five or six buckets. I haven't gotten into tax planning buckets yet. Right. Okay, so there's some tax buckets that we want to be tax-free and tax-efficient, um, some more liquid, some less liquid. And, and uh, maybe a bucket to protect against long-term care, maybe a bucket to protect against the premature death of a spouse. And so, I mean, we literally, as you know, have clients that have 16, 18, 20 buckets, whereas they used to have two big 401ks or IRAs. And so that's the chessboard going from a checker, which, which is just, well, we got everything in growth. We hope it grows and we right. hope it lasts a lifetime as opposed to we have all these chess pieces so we can attack retirement and use the piece to attack whatever the enemy is throwing at us. And you know who the enemy is, life, right? Uh, taxes, uh, premature death, uh, inflation. I thought someone was uh, going to say the, uh, the government. Or the taxes. No, I don't want to say <laughs> don't that. Don't say no. that. Not the U.S. Maybe government. the IRS, not the government. <laughs> there, yeah. okay, there you go. Uh, so, so it's really a really cool, cool way, I think, to look at it. Um, and I think it helps people kind of understand this is more than just when am I going to turn on Social Security. It's yeah. a whole lot more than that. I like that. The preliminary step of um, coming in with your checkers and really looking at that. And we've said this before, uh, you know, everyone's accounts, uh, the first 30 years of employment are geared towards growth. So you're coming in with a lot of checkers that are the exact same piece, right? And you liken that Great point. To, um, to a sports team with a specific uh, specific positions and specific jobs on the court or on the field, which, and you've made this connection before as well. Uh, in first grade, I was on, uh, I played soccer and my team was the Rice Krispies. And uh, we all <laughs> did the same thing. And basically we were just a blob, our team and the uh, team across the field. We, we were just a blob of kids just following the ball. Chasing around. that ball all around. And <laughs> the most fun about that wasn't even kicking the ball. I think we just liked to dive across the grass every now and then if we hadn't dove or slid in the grass for a while we do that you know but we were supposed to chase the ball and that's what we were taught um, so we're coming in for, with the rice krispies and then um, you start take one player out and put in a new player with a specific position and um, certain skill set right 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 so yeah yep. uh, that's good and so so we're taking um, well before we continue I do want to mention one thing uh, and that is our website masterplanretire.com uh, there are multiple links there multiple retirement resources education just for you uh, links to our YouTube channel our podcast Mark's radio show hundreds of episodes um, spans the gamut of retirement topics check that out again that's educational resources just for you so please feel free to check that out also and of uh, probably more importance, there's a link to Mark's calendar. Um, we do offer complimentary consultations with Mark. What that is, a, is a conversation, 30 minutes to an hour. Um, you 
discuss your retirement concerns with Mark. Uh, we even offer uh, complimentary reports, um, which would be in a follow-up uh, appointment as well. That's retirement illustrations um, on income, uh, stress tests, everything else. So feel free to take us up on that. No strings attached. Uh, you can also reach us um, at our office number 770-980-9262. And that website again is masterplanretire.com. We would love to hear from you. Uh, so moving on, or continuing rather. So our first step is replacing the checker pieces with chess pieces and specific jobs. And those pieces can be looked at as uh, what accounts or what you've been referring to them and as we refer to them as buckets of mm -hmm. money, um, whether one's a growth bucket, one's a, a protection bucket, mm -hmm. um, one's immediate access liquid bucket, mm -hmm. maybe one is for long-term growth. Okay, so that's our second step is starting to um, allocate our assets. Is that is that one way that you would yeah, go about? Yeah, it's, it's funny when people talk about diversification during their 30s and 40s, they talk about, I want some in large caps, some in small caps, some in international. With us, diversification is many, many more layers than that, as you know. And so it, it is, and, and I'm, you should not be doing this, by the way, if you're 25. At 25, you should be talking to us about how to grow your money the most efficient way. We're talking to people in their 50s and older that need to, older that need to go ahead and begin lining these accounts up. Uh, so yeah, that's um, I think you put it uh, very well. Okay, so and I, I do really like that too. When we talk about asset allocation and diversification, those are those are securities terms. As in, a lot of times people hear that it's they're thinking in the stock market itself, but this is going beyond money Way that's beyond. just in the stock market, whether right. we're using insurance products or annuities or anything else like that as well. Uh, okay, so that's our first step. We've started to um, diversify and allocate our buckets uh, into different colors of money, which was an episode a couple of weeks back. So <laughs> right. check that one out if you haven't yet. You'll have a little bit more understanding of what we're referring to there, uh, but for the sake of time, there's just too much to discuss. <laughs> but anyways, um, so what's the next step? You mentioned a little bit about tax planning. Mm -hmm. So this is where I think it really gets cool. Uh, so whether you're a Star Trek fan or not, you probably remember somewhere seeing um, their three-tiered chess set. Mm -hmm. Okay, and so whether it's in the movies or the old TV series or whatever. So I envision the same thing with us. So we have the flat board now, but I want to add another tier. And so the second tier we add is... Uh, tax efficiency, tax diversification. So you just mentioned about di different forms of diversification. Now we're going to introduce tax diversification. So in the old Star Trek series, they could move not only across the board, but to the next layer. And so it's multidimensional. So is retirement planning. Okay. So the second level is, you know, we need some of these pieces to move up here and become tax-free, maybe convert to a Roth or maybe make it a, a more of a tax deferred if it's a taxable account every year. And it's got to interrelate with that first layer. And so some of these accounts are going to move up and they can move back and forth up here. So I love that vision. I'm not sure if I was dreaming about a Star Trek episode or what when that came to me, but I just said that fits perfectly. And now you can see why this is something that you, you don't just want to Google. You don't want to just, you know, again, I've, I've seen people that have retired and, and they just they just float along. You know, the old California road trip we've told before and we'll tell again. And, and so it's just uh, uh, another layer of complexity that if you're doing it on your own, you may be fine. Okay, it may work out wonderfully, but why take that chance and why not... Um, 
maximize everything. I mean, even if you don't use up all your money, I mean, I got kids I want to leave money to. I got grandkids I want to. I want, I've got multi generations that I love that I want to see getting. You know the things that we've worked for, and that that Evans family's working for, and the other families are working for. So, uh, it's the question I ask: Do you want to see the IRS get more of your money, or you keep more of your money, and your family keep more of your money? Uh, I believe in supporting my country. I believe in paying my fair share, but I think many of us pay more than our fair share. So. That second level comes into being, and it's actually uh, our second step when it comes to retirement planning. It's usually meeting three or four by that time. But I really love that analogy and the way that works. Yeah, I love that the 3D chess set. Um, you know, I had a friend in college who made one. It was about the size of a coffee table. Oh, well. Um, we were clearly very popular with the ladies. Um, <laughs> I had a lot of time on your hands, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's awesome. And so... Um, I, I really also like the the idea of um, maximizing your tax efficiency. You know, do you have enough income per month? Are you are you saving enough? And that's great. But are you? Because we, we do have a lot of clients who have done a great job over several mm-hmm. decades of saving uh, and working hard, and and they need to be congratulated because you know we will stress test um, their retirement right. income projections, and a lot of times uh, we have folks who could be fine and but that's the difference do you want to be fine or do you want to maximize right. your retirement um, and that goes beyond you know just growing funds and, and budgeting but your tax planning and and do you how much do you want to pay for taxes in 20 years from now do you want to pay yeah. taxes 20 years from now you know um, you should pay taxes 20 years from now but how can you pay the, the least uh, amount exactly and, and as we've talked about in past tax programs is the taxes are going up I mean the, the Trump tax cuts do expire at the end of 2025, so taxes on average will go up 22% per household. Now, some less, some more, but even if it's 10 or 15%. And the fact that Medicare is going broke, Social Security is going broke, we're $31.6 trillion, I believe is the last figure I saw, in debt. Our debt payments on that have gone up because the Fed raised rates. So now instead of paying those debts at 1%, we're paying them at, as a government at uh, approaching 5%. So we're, we've got to do something, and it's going to be cutting programs and raising taxes. One or the other won't do it. It's going to take both. And so they're coming, folks. So if most of your money is in a traditional IRA uh, or, or tax-deferred account, and you're kicking the can down the road mm-hmm. to when taxes will be higher, you're going to be in trouble. So now is the time to develop some of those tax strategies. So that second level is about tax strategies, tax planning. Well, just a side note, too, of that kicking the can down the road and, and how the snowball's building. Yeah, the taxes, the way we're looking now, exactly as you said, they look like they would likely be higher. But then you also think about as you age in retirement, what other bills get way more expensive, health care, um, yeah. things like that. And that then that's a double whammy. Then add in who el- what if you lose a spouse? You've right. lost a Social Security payment each month, maybe right. a pension. Yeah, it, it could be the perfect storm. It yep. can really destroy a family or a couple or whatever. So. And these things don't typically happen in a vacuum. These things, you know, that's, that is life. Things, multiple things happen at the same time, so it's being prepared for those. So you mentioned asset allocation starting out as a first step, uh, those buckets. And then Level we one. talked a little bit about the tax planning as a 3D model chess. And then you started to mention a little bit about legacy planning. Yeah, so that's kind of the third level. 
Oh, look at that. Right. So, so that's the third it. chess board, right? <laughs> that just, we just stumbled into that, right? Yep. We know, uh, this is all off the cuff, by the way. Uh, so, uh, so that third level is legacy planning. So it's about uh, making sure you're taken care of if you're incapacitated, making sure your stuff's there for you. You've got somebody uh, helping you control it so that if you can't make decisions, they're being made by somebody you trust. Uh, even even end-of-life decisions as well, but also making sure your stuff goes to the next generation uh, as little taxed as possible and as little probate cost as possible. And so, again, you're maximizing the efficiency, and we've had several people I've, I've heard of that have passed away that did not do their wills. So not only did they not do any planning, they didn't even have a document in place. And so now you're really looking at legal costs. So not only documents though, but it's the plan around them and making sure the beneficiaries match up with your plan and, and the titling matches up. And, and we have, um, you know, we've lost clients. We've had clients pass away, so we know what to do and how to do it. And so that's, that's that third level. And, you know, I know we're running out of time, Evan, but there's actually could be one or two more levels. Oh yeah. Well, and, and with the legacy stuff, there's the responsibility of making sure that, yeah, your money is taken care of and the people that you love are taken care of afterwards. If that, you know, if you have the, the, the legacy to, to pass that on, but also, and this is a side note, but it's a huge one from personal experience in our own family. We know the headache, um, and some of the relationships that get, um, stress tested when inheritance comes into play oh, yeah. um, and and that can be as ugly or as easy as you want to make it um, but that that's that's a, other than a great death benefit I think that legacy planning is probably the best gift you could give to your heirs so legacy planning and then you mentioned we, there are other layers as well there could um, be there could be other mm -hmm. layers um, what are a couple of those? One could be if you're a federal employee or even a state employee, but especially a federal, federal employee is a whole nother level of complexity. As you know, we teach classes. We are certified and registered when it comes to uh, working with federal workers and benefits. We understand it. We know it. Uh, if we come across something we've never heard before, we know where to get the answer as well. And so um, probably a third of our clients are federal workers, and we're getting more of those every day as well. So we uh, check the website for future classes on federal benefits. But that's another layer that has to interact with all your other layers. And then, uh, as I mentioned before the, uh, during our show prep, uh, Evan, maybe you have a special needs child or adult child that mm -hmm. is another level of complexities to, in order to protect benefits yet still leave money that they be taken care of. Uh, that's another area that we are experts in. There could be other levels for other people as well. Uh, the three main levels, again, as you mentioned, is, is you know, the basics of growth and income and, and, and Social Security, and then the next is taxes, the next is legacy planning, but you could have another one, two or three levels to that as well. Uh, and even the first level you mentioned, growth and income and that asset allocation, income itself is could almost be a whole different board it's game. It's huge. You know, that's, that's a whole different topic, a whole different conversation there. Mm -hmm. um, so that's great. That really gives us um, a, kind of a look at the internal pieces of uh, generally of the general retirement plan and how that's constructed and, and kind of the approach and philosophy and how you build that um, and then how they come together as, mm -hmm. as a plan overall. So um, that, I really like that um, 
that analogy of the of the chessboard. Now you uh, promised you were going to build board. one or find one for us here in the office, right? I found some really kitsch Star Trek themed <laughs> ones, but they don't really match with the motif in the office. Right. Uh, but we'll see. I don't think I, I don't, uh, it's not top of priority list. Right? Yeah, there are a couple other things, but you know we'll get there eventually. Um, uh, again, folks, thank you so much for joining us today. I want to reiterate that our website, masterplanretire.com, is there for you as a resource, whether you want to look, find out some info on uh, your own retirement. There is Mark's uh, Schedule Now button. Um, very clearly, Schedule Now, that brings you directly to Mark's personal calendar. Find a time that works best for you. Uh, it could be a Zoom meeting. It could be a phone call. It could be face-to-face -face in our home office. In fact, we'd love for you to come to our home office. We'll buy you a cup of coffee if you do. And Mark, are there any parting words you would like to leave with the audience today? Well, you know, when you, when you schedule a meeting, get your checker board, get your checkers, yeah. come in and see us. I'll show you how it all works, and we'll we'll build you a three, four, or five-tier chess retirement plan. How about that? So before we see, uh, until we see each other again, remember always to plan well and prosper. Thanks for joining us. This was Retirement Roadmap Radio with Mark Fricks of Master Plan Retirement Consultants. To schedule a complimentary consultation, go to masterplanretire.com or call 770-980-9262. Thanks for listening and remember, plan well and prosper.